You are listening to True Crime Fiction, and we are feeding your addiction to the best of the spoken and written word in all things crime. Welcome, listeners. I have a bumper episode for you today, and as my episodes are only about five to six minutes long, bumper may mean something different in this context than it would for other podcasts, but it is bumper for me. I'm going to share with you my top five weekly true crime podcasts. These are podcasts I love and listen to regularly, and I really hope you're going to love them too. I'm excited to share them with you. Before I start, though, I did want to acknowledge what is happening in the UK right now. For international listeners, um, first of all, thank you for listening. I'm always really pleased to see other countries pop up in my stats. We've had a very sad case of a young woman called Sarah Everard, who was abducted from a street in London, and yesterday her remains were found. This, of course, is a terrible thing to happen. But what's even more shocking and disturbing was the person who's been arrested for her abduction and murder was a serving police officer with the diplomatic unit of the Met, which is the Metropolitan Police Force London, the biggest police force in the UK. On top of that, pretty soon after Sarah's remains were found, the hashtag not all men started to trend on Twitter. Women in the UK are angry, and rightly so. For decades we've been talking about the dangers we face going about our daily lives, and it seems like nothing is ever done. And this is going back to the Yorkshire Ripper in the 70s. So if you're a man in the UK or anywhere, in the whole world, and you want to be an ally to women, please call out the creepy behaviour of your friends and co-workers. Don't laugh at rape jokes. Try to interrupt sexism and harassment when you see it in your home or your workplace or even in the street. I don't believe we're going to solve the problem of violence against women until men also start taking action. Please do. As fans of true crime and crime fiction, we know perpetrators don't start at the point of kidnapping and murder. They escalate over a long time. And I believe that as the weeks and months go by, there will be more and more revelations of offending behaviour by this perpetrator and missed opportunities to check them in their tracks. I'm soon going to do a review of the podcast Unraveled by Wondery and features Alexis Linklater and Billy Jensen. And that is a perfect example of what happens to women when a toxic culture in a police force and a wider societal misogyny combine. I don't want to say anything more about this because it is a live case and we need to wait for the police to do their job. But I, like so many other women in the UK, are going to be following this really closely. Let's move on. There are so many true crime podcasts out there, all with different styles, focuses and tone. It can be hard to plough your way through them and find the ones that are the right fit for you. I am going to run 
down my top five true crime podcasts and I hope you will find something here to enjoy as much as I do. So at number five we have Red Flags. This is a relatively new kid on the block and is co-hosted by Tori Telfer, who is a TCF favourite. She's also combined here with a new podcaster who has risen to true crime prominence on TikTok, Karina Michelle. Red Flags has a more magazine or talk show style than most true crime podcasts. Generally, each episode features some reflection on true crime news and also a deep dive into the subject of true crime, such as looking at human trafficking or why Hollywood is obsessed with serial killers. This is the podcast for those who not only enjoy true crime, but also want to understand how true crime operates, both as a genre and out there in the world. This is a podcast which is not here for salacious thrills or comedy, but is infused with more reflective and considered motivation. Number four is Criminal Broads, Telfer's own podcast, where she specifically looks at criminal women throughout history. She mainly focuses on murderers, but there are also con artists, gangsters and cult leaders. Yes, Women really can do anything they want and have it all, until the law catches up with them. Telfer has also published a book, Killer Woman, and her second book has just been released, Confident Woman. It's obvious from listening that Telfer has a passion for the subject of women in crime that extends beyond the obvious few, such as Aileen Warnas or Bonnie Parker. There are patterns to be seen through different stories in different time periods and continents, such as a lack of agency and control, poverty, greed, or early childhood trauma. There are also outliers whom we will never really understand, or for whom there's not any information for anything more than guessing. In popular culture, women are yet to inhabit the role of criminal in a meaningful or realistic way. There are plenty of iconic males, both real and imagined, the Cray twins, Hannibal Lecter. We are yet to see women who are high performers in crime, or sometimes at all. Perhaps criminal broads is the first step towards that happening, and the next step is a challenge to myself. And I actually meant that as a writer, not as a criminal, just in case you were worried there for a moment. Number three is Crime Junkie. If you're totally new to podcasting, or if you're just dipping your toes into the murky waters of true crime, then Crime Junkie makes a great gateway podcast. And yes, it was also the gateway podcast that really got me into true crime podcasting and all its possibilities. What is good about Crime Junkie is that it is solid, reliable, and also treats true crime the way I like. No ghoulishness, gore or salacious thrills, but plenty of centering the victims and a look at society impacts on the individual crimes. They also have tools available for listeners, such as the If I Go Missing pack to give to trusted friends, and they pull out lessons from crimes for personal well-being without victim blaming. It's easy to hear these two childhood friends are serious about true crime and the role all of us have in crime awareness and investigation. They also make the effort to focus on crime against LGBTI plus people, 
people of colour and Indigenous women. The last one appears to particularly need attention in Canada and the US. At Crime Junkie, they also donate some funds from the sales of their merchandise to causes which help identify unidentified bodies to return them to their families and projects which aim to improve the use of DNA testing in solving crime. Crime Junkie is definitely the one to listen to if you missed your true calling as a detective, but would like to indulge from the comfort of your own home. The next podcast on my list is not strictly true crime. Weekly stories also contain the paranormal, cryptozoology, cults, and of course a hefty dose of spooky gay bullshit. It is indeed the one, the only, that's spooky. Hosted by Canadians John Can and Tyler Hyde. When I'm feeling a bit stressed or I need a pick-me-up, this is always guaranteed to put a smile on my face. I first came across that spooky in an advert for the Morbid Podcasting Network, where to camera they asked me, do you want to talk about serial killers like you talk about your ex-boyfriends? And my answer was, yes, yes, I do. I really wanted this, but I didn't even realise how much I needed it. As with all things related to true crime, there is a genuine tightrope to walk between exploring a case and being respectful of victims and families, digging deeper to understand what went on, but not allowing salacious elements to creep in. Johnny and Tyler are absolute masters at this. Their years of working in creative industries to craft entertainment, which is emotionally impactful, shines fully through in the treatment of their subjects and stories. This alone would make it a good podcast, but what really lifts it up to be one of the better ones out there, and there are a lot of great true crime podcasts out there, is that Johnny and Tyler in every episode profoundly model respect. Respect for victims, for those left behind, respect for each other, respect for their listeners. They model it in the best way, not by being holier than thou and demanding perfection from everybody around them, but by being humble, admitting to mistakes they make and being open to change, accepting of difference and always striving to seeing the person first. This is most evident when it comes to how intersectional that spooky is. They often focus on crimes in the LGBTI plus community and how it's been impacted. They are vocally pro-trans and are supportive of First Nations people. And they get feminism in a way many men don't. Couple that with the community they have produced, which is called the Secret Society That Doesn't Suck. And they've managed to make a space out there in podcast land, which is truly inclusive. This is one of the reasons why I love this podcast so much. A lot of people talk about building community, but building community is really hard. Modelling respect is hard, especially when we're all suffering under lockdowns and our mental health can feel as though it's fraying at times. Being alive to the issues that affect others, which you've never had to live through yourself, is hard. Especially when you have no work or too much work or financial problems. Johnny and Tyler model that it's possible to do this while we struggle away with our own individual challenges. And Johnny and Tyler feel to me like the very definition of a safe space. All right, we've arrived at number one. 
If any of you know me personally, you'll probably have already guessed who it's going to be. And if any of you are already well immersed in the world of true crime podcasts, you can probably take a very educated guess. Yes, it is morbid. Every time I see an episode drop, I get a little jolt of excitement and I plan my whole day so I can have a bit of uninterrupted time to listen and enjoy. Morbid is the podcast of Elena and Ash, an Anthony duo who started podcasting in 2018 and it has gone from strength to strength. Elena is a mortuary technician, so she brings a wealth of knowledge about cadavers and how they react to different circumstances, as well as things like poisons, dismemberment and various body parts. Ash is a hairdresser and as a hairdresser, she knows people's secrets. Don't worry, she doesn't spill any on the cast, but she does understand human beings and brings real warmth to the show. In fact, Ash and Elena's relationship is so wholesome and warm, you almost forget you're listening to true crime. Morbid, however, is not a serious show, which for some people might not sit well, and might not be the right show for you if that's the case. Personally, I believe in laughing at the bad stuff in life at the right time, and Ash and Elena managed to walk the tightrope that is true crime comedy with sensitivity and aplomb. If you're still not convinced about the combination, listen to their double episode on BTK, which is hilarious. They perfectly managed to puncture the overinflated ego of Dennis Rader, and as I referenced in my review of Dez Killing for Company, this does something important for us. It takes a killer who, once captured, could become a legend, a bogeyman, a modern-day monster, and a byword for fear and puts him in his proper place. One where we can see all that's at their core, and that's nothing. And when we laugh at things, we get to take back our personal power from them, and that eases our own fears. And that is why true crime comedy, although really niche, is a really important part of the true crime genre. I hope that Ash and Elena will be putting a smile on my face and helping me deal with my fears for a long time to come. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.